The following is a conversation with KBEK's Rockin' Robin Riley with Mora High School Principal Brent Nelson right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning to you, Brent. Good morning, Rockin' Robin. So nice to have you as always. And so what has been going on? We'll just start with that since we chatted last week. Anything we need to touch on this morning? Uh, well, you know, I guess we this last week has been really busy at Moore High School. We had our parent-teacher conferences on Monday. We have one each quarter, and those took place in our large gym, which was kind of refreshing because it's been two years since we had a normal, if I can say that, normal conferences where it's in-person, uh, masks not required, and that was yeah, that was the first time. We did a lot of phone calls and Google meets and with masks and splitting the group up into two gyms. And finally, we're back to kind of some normalcy. Which is a good thing. And I know now the elementary students, because I know, like I say, I've got a couple granddaughters. I think uh, the parents are meeting up, I think, this week and next week. Does that sound right? I know. Yeah, you... if I remember right, it's Thursday and Tuesday. I yep. think it's tomorrow and next week. Okay, good deal. And that's, I know that specifically, at least from a family standpoint, uh, the parents are really glad to get to talk to the teachers in person. And I know one comment was made, and I thought it was really cool. They said the teacher was sending out kind of a quick little uh, kind of a list, if you will, to say, parents, what is something, you know, that you specifically want me to talk to you about with your child? And so that way, instead of just coming to the party, so to speak, and the parents are like, I'm really concerned about X, Y, or Z, and I don't want to say the teacher's on the spot, but they're having to try to, okay, I've got 25 students, now let's make sure I, you know, can be really specific. They're doing that ahead of time. I think that is, that's just showing how, how much the teachers care and want to make sure that they can get the information to the parents that they're most concerned about. So I think that's a great way to go at it. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, another thing that happened here is we did send our team to the state wrestling tournament. They're leaving today. Mm-hmm. That has, has not happened very often here where we send an entire team. So we feel fortunate to have a strong program there. Uh, there were also eight individuals that qualified, uh, two young ladies, Lindsay Nosbush and Nora Hoglum. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is new for Minnesota wrestling is having a girls' state tournament. This will be the first time ever that the state high school league has sponsored a girls' state tournament. So these four are, or these two, Lindsay and Nora, are already in the top four in the state. They'll be wrestling in the semifinals and on Saturday, and that's super exciting for us. And then we have six uh, guys that made it: Anthony Nelson, Nathan Nelson, Nathan Nelson, Carter Gamal, Connor Gamal, and Brock Fokema. And then because our team did well, the entire team will be wrestling tomorrow at 9 a.m. And if we lose 11, if we win at 1 tomorrow in St. Paul. Right. They go to the XL, as I recall. That's kind of the haven, yeah. right, for wrestling. I know many years that they uh, that we broadcast, actually, from there, all those results. So we'll try to keep on that up on that, too, Brent. And don't be afraid to – I'm sure our sports department's going to be on that. But uh, it'll be great. Just to, You know what I love about social media is when you guys throw a post out, because, of course, I follow – you know, the school stuff. And it's so great to see that in real time almost. A post is shared and then it gets liked and it's all over the place. And it's a great way to follow what's going on with the kids that way too. Yeah, definitely. Definitely helps. Uh, One other thing that I was going to bring up is in case there's any listeners that are passionate about this, with the new Mora High School, 
we are looking to put together a small group of people to identify, I'm not sure if this is the right term, but uh, the history of Mora schools and kind of a preservation committee, um, maybe select a few things that are in this building that we want to take over and more from a historical perspective. Does that make sense, Robin? <laughs> it makes perfect sense. No, that's a great idea. I love that. I, I've been to restaurants, and especially in some smaller communities, and maybe the restaurant's been there a long time, and they put up those pieces of memorabilia and share, and it's the same idea, except more a school's keeping that heritage and that history and maybe having a spot at the new school to share that. I love that idea. That's exactly. You said it so much better than oh. I did. No, I don't. Um, one person said, you know, there's a, a big eagle. We need to bring the eagle over to the new high school. Someone else said the the letters, the word auditorium on the front of the building, they're metal and they're kind of classy and maybe we should bring that over. So I think if, if you know someone who's really passionate or interested in that, the history of Mora High School, call me and I will make sure you are involved. That's a great idea because I think you'll be marrying the old and the history with the new and keeping that alive because let's face it, there's a fantastic history with Mora Schools and the builds over the years and now getting to this point. So it's just a great way to keep that, that history going. I love that. Yeah. Perfect. So get a hold of you. Best Is the best thing uh, just to call the district, the, the line you there? You know, if you just call the high school office, okay. uh, leave the name and phone number, and I will definitely call you back. Okay. Uh, that's fantastic. Good deal. Is there anything else before we bring in our guests? You know, guests? I just was, okay. just one other thing. I just want to encourage people to keep their eyes and ears open for people struggling. Mm-hmm. Right now, mental health is a very real problem. And the Russia-Ukraine war is actually in school here. We're noticing it. It's triggering some people and they're struggling with fear and anxiety. Uh, I don't know if, if many listeners are on TikTok or social media, but some of that social media paints a picture that this is going to be World War III, this is going to be the end of the world, and we're not safe. And we just want to make sure that if you need support, you're reaching out to our counselors here at school. Uh, there's a lot of mental health support if you reach out. That's very important. And I, I do hope that the kids more than ever, the biggest thing is that they're talking and getting reliable sources to share their concerns with so that we can allay some of those, those fears, I'm hoping, with the right information. So that's good to know, Brent. I appreciate you bringing that up. Well, it sounds like you're segueing the phone over. I can always tell. There's just a little I bit am. of <laughs> So introduce our guest this morning, Brent. All right. I'm super excited to introduce Michaela Peterson. She is a senior here at Mora High School. She's a leader. She's involved in lots of things, such as volleyball, softball. She manages the hockey team, and she even coaches our younger volleyball players. Here's Michaela. Good morning, dear. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing well. So your senior year at school, I know volleyball season has kind of come and gone, but could you kind of let us know, first of all, position you played, how long you've been playing volleyball, kind of the passion side of that. Explain how that's gone for you. Yeah, so I've been playing volleyball for a very long time, Um, and my position for volleyball has kind of switched around as I've gotten older. So I started as just a setter in the back row, and then I would rotate out in the front, and then... As I went to 10th grade, I would play all the way around and set in the back row, and then I would hit in the front row as a right side. Mm-hmm. 
And then junior year, I switched to setting in the back row, then hitting right side and outside in the front row. And then as a senior, I was going to do just front, uh, hitting outside or middle. But as I did tear my ACL at the beginning of the season, mm. I kind of missed out on that opportunity. But as I go, I'm going to be playing college volleyball in the fall at Bethel University. And then I will be playing outside and middle in the front row. Well, you've and, done it all then, Michaela. Yeah, I've kind of switched <laughs> around as I've gotten older and as my coach has kind of put me in a leadership position as a captain, as a junior, and as a senior. And I would think, you know, Brent alluded to the fact that you're doing some coaching too. And I would think everything you've done because you played so many different positions, I mean, you are uniquely qualified to kind of understand the whole game of volleyball, not just maybe a particular aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what would you say, I mean, because you're doing all of it now, as a coach, because it's, it's a tough job. Uh, what's the age group that you're helping with, Michaela? I will be coaching at ninth and 10th grade. Okay, so... And is there, because of the skill set when they're starting out, will you kind of follow some of the lead of what the coaches you've had, how they've helped you along the way, or do you have some, kind of some of your own ideas that you think can be more beneficial to those kids? I have had really good coaches growing up and going further in my volleyball career. Mm-hmm. I have played high school with Coach Lisa Gustafson, and she's been really well, like really good at pushing me to get better and has really helped me switch positions very well and I can I'm going to use part of that to help the girls that I will be coaching and I played club volleyball for about two years and I had really coaches there too who were really good at telling us how we can get better specifically in our position so I'm also going to use that and apply it to my coaching for these girls to get them ready for varsity or JV volleyball and Maybe getting them ready to be in this, like playing with other girls, and as going from high school volleyball to club volleyball, you play with a ton of different girls, and you learn to play with a different group of girls each time. Yeah, because I would imagine that piece of it is not as important as the physical acumen, but it's also how to be able to work with others, because volleyball is very much a team sport, so you have to be able to play off the strengths of the other players. So, I mean, yeah. little, a little bit I know about it. That's that's great, and I, congratulations on the coaching part of it, because when you, yeah. when you have that under your belt, besides being the player that you are, I just think you're kind of the triple threat. You know, you can do it all, so... That's awesome. Well, and speaking, I mean, that's not all you do. So you've also, let's talk about managing hockey. How has that been going this year? It went really well. I felt very included on the team because there, as a senior, there are around 10 seniors on the varsity hockey team that I grew up with. So being able to help on their team and watch them play all season was really nice and I felt very connected to them in a way and with not being able to play volleyball in the off season because of my injury mm-hmm. it gave me something else to do to stay involved in another sport that I loved to watch and the fact that you're so close to these people if you've grown up with them a lot of them I mean how cool is that yeah. Especially your senior year. Well, we know that softball season it's kind of hard as I look out the window. 
and there's mounds of snow everywhere I look. I am so hopeful for the softball season that, you know, it will do its thing and we'll get rid of the snow and be able to, let's face it, every spring, that April time period, baseball, softball just wants to get out and play, and we're not always sure of the field conditions. But you guys have a lot of indoor space to be able to practice. Are you getting to that point yet, or are we a little early with that, Michaela? We are a little early. We start practice around mid-March. So we will start in the high school um, doing fielding and throwing in the gym, the big gym and the small gym at the high school. And then we have a batting cage downstairs with a ton of different equipment that we can use to start practicing our hitting and our technique and just kind of getting into the flow of things. And then we will start converting to outside as the weather gets better. And sometimes maybe we'll even do both, practice inside at the high school and then also practice outside on the field. So can I ask, what position do you play? Um, I am a pitcher for the softball team, but I also, I'm very flexible with what position I can play. So I can kind of be put anywhere that my coaches need me. So coming off of my injury, if I'm able to play, I could possibly be at first base because I will not be able to pitch. But Mm -hmm. I kind of leave it up to my coaches to see where they want to put me. Sure, and see how you're healing with your ACL because that is that's a pretty pretty big deal there. I know to try to come back from, and they don't want to cause you know long term problems with it. You're smart to, you know, do what you can. Find a position that's going to work. Certainly you can still play, but you just want to be careful that you're not re-injuring or causing something to take longer to heal properly. Yeah. Yeah, good deal. Well, it is your senior year. Prom is coming up here before we know it, so that's an exciting time. I know they've got play stuff happening. It just, it's been a long time since I've been in high school, but this is an exciting time for this for the senior class for sure. And what, what would you say you're looking forward to the most, Michaela, is you're starting to get not just the sports aspect, but just overall as a senior year will be wrapping up? I'm very excited. I, am, I really enjoy going to watch other sports teams play. Okay. And especially if I'm not going to be able to play by, on my own, I love to go out and support either the baseball team, the hockey team, even going to plays to support them and going to concerts. And it just gives me a sense of being included Mm -hmm. in the school and being very supportive. And even just going to prom, we've kind of lucked out on opportunities that we've been able to have. The years past, the grades have kind of been, have those, opportunities taken away from them Mm -hmm. and so it kind of gives me a sense of it makes me very thankful that I'm going to be able to have these opportunities and I'm not going to take them for granted anymore. That is so true we've been through we as a collective uh, you know dealing with COVID and everything else and now there's this hope you guys are going to it sounds like it's going to be a great prom going to get to go on I kidded with Brent that you guys are going to go out on, on a sailboat out on Mora Lake, and I know that's not what's happening. <laughs> I'm just razzing you there, but I mean, it sounds. But like it, it is on a boat. It is on a boat, but I think you guys—they're doing the Saint Croix, aren't they, Brent? Or, yes, or Michaela? We are. Okay, see, that's going to be so awesome. So enjoy that, Michaela. Before I let you go today, I always like to ask uh, the students, especially seniors, uh, who they'd like to do a shout out to. Do you have someone you'd want to share with us today? 
I would just like to shout out to my parents because through everything that has happened through, even with my brother's grades, who was kind of, he graduated in 2020, and that was kind of the hit of COVID initially. And with my injury, and they've been very supportive and kind of stayed calm through all of it and have helped us really through it. And um, my parents are very supportive of me and they will do anything to make what I want to do happen but in a logical way. <laughs> yeah, they don't, I know exactly, I'm not laughing at that. It's just, I know as a parent and now a grandparent, sometimes just doing things in such a way that makes sense and that your kids will go along with, you're like, oh, bonus, right? And you are that child, it sounds like, that you see the benefit in that. And lots of times they don't see that. So I'm glad that you mentioned that today, Michaela. Well, I will say to you, my friend, you are awesome. You've got some wonderful things going on. I'm I'm just going to all positive vibes for you to get totally healed up. I hope you have a great softball season. And I will ask you one more quick thing before I let you go. What do you are you looking at college here? What is your next step? Yes. So, in the fall, I will be attending Bethel University in St. Paul, and I'm undecided on a major as of right now, but I would like to go into something in the medical field. Okay. And I will be playing volleyball there. Awesome. And Bethel's a wonderful school, so congratulations on getting in there. Best of luck with everything, Michaela. Enjoy the rest of your senior year, and thank you for talking to me today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And Mr. Nelson, I will let you get back to work and try good. and try to do what the kids do and keep yourself in line, because I know that's kind of an option. <laughs> you know, it doesn't always work for you. <laughs> that is hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look forward to catching up next week, Brent. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, Robin. Bye, KBEK. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.